What is the most used word in country lyrics? It ain't baby, boots, or margarita. The conversation in the first five minutes of this episode. Then in segment three, I am participating in a fatty liver research study for $750. I'm in. Cha-ching. Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio and I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. I have a great idea too. It's not really a revenue maker. Okay. But I think everybody's going to latch onto this in the middle of what we're going through. Are you tired of being in your yes. particular... Okay. Yes. A. In your particular house. Yes. Okay. Me too. So you know how there's those things called progressive dinners? I do. Yeah. Where you have like an appetizer. You used to do these all the time in neighborhoods. And you'd have like an appetizer at one person's house and you have a main course. You never want to be the main course. You always signed up for the dessert. Because by then, people are tired of walking from house to house. Here's the problem with being the dessert house is you really can't control when people leave. That's true. But hopefully it's like trick-or-treaters. You get some drop-off before they get there. All right. So like, what, what happened? You, you swap homes with your neighbors? Yes. Does that include swapping the people in? No. Well, I mean, it could. If you want to live with Brian and Robin, go ahead. But, I mean, you you move either to the left or the right. You determine which way you're going to go. And I guess it doesn't even have to be in your neighborhood. It could be someone else. But you just swap houses for a week so that you get kind of a breath of fresh air. You know, something, some new walls to look at. I like it. Do you take all your animals? I think you leave your animals. Whoever comes to your house has to like change your litter boxes, feed your pets. Take on the responsibility of your home. Of, of Yes, running, running your, your home. home. Maybe even leave your children there, you know? So if you move to a house that doesn't have children, you kind of get a break. Let me tell you something. To the left, to the left, or to the right for us. No children. No children at all. Yeah, and the Henry's just got a new hot tub and like nice back area. So I am advocating we move right. Everybody go to the right right now All right. and that means that mike and lisa are going to have to come over to our house and deal with our kids and cats and, and dogs. dogs and they deal with the dog the hound dogs on a daily basis because yes. they're in the woods behind their house their house howling and chasing don't, deer don't you think that's a great idea that's i do yeah I do. progressive housing i'll text brian and robin let's get it started immediately Hey Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. The most recent episode of this podcast is going to air. It's gonna it's gonna play instantly. Whether you are at home, whether you are at work, whether you it doesn't matter where you are. Hey Alexa, play Cadillac Jack. On the way to the App and Media Group and App and Podcast Network, we are thirty miles north of downtown Atlanta in beautiful Alfreda, Georgia. Donna, what was your hype song? So my hype song was by Marvin Gaye. It's called "What's Going On," and um, it is it was Motown's biggest commercial hit. But at the time, they didn't want him to release it because they thought it would like ruin his career. Because the song is really about like um, what's going on in the world and his view of the world and like economic struggles and race struggles and all that. I thought it was a perfect song for the time we're living in right now. And it really wasn't a question. I thought that was very interesting. It wasn't what's going on question. It's what's going on. Does that make sense? I thought it a was statement. let's get it on. That's a different Marvin Gaye song. Oh. Okay. We'll add that one later. But in the time we're in right now, as we sit here today, I thought it was very appropriate. So, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? How about you? I'm going to add a song from Mark Wills. Mark is celebrating his two-year Opry anniversary this week. And it was 21 years ago this week that he released his album called Permanently. And it had a song on it that I've... It had Back at One, which was one of Mark's biggest hits 
uh, during his career, but permanently also has a song called I Want to Know Everything There Is to Know About You, which is always one of my favorite Mark Will songs. So we're going to pop that one on to the Donna, right? Donna and yes. Caddy. Part D. Spotify hype song playlist, simple search on Spotify, and you get to hear all the songs that we listen to on the way to the studio. And uh, you shuffle and skip and... All that good stuff. I'm not premium, I wouldn't know. Mark Wills has been a friend of mine. We were kind of thrown into the spotlight very young and at the same age and at the very same time. Mark was the house singer at the Buckboard Country Music Showcase, which is a legendary, iconic country music club uh, back in the 90s and in 2000s. Everybody played the Buckboard. From Kenny Rogers to... Oh, Garth Brooks. The Dixie to, Chicks. Yeah. I mean, everybody. You had to play the Buckboard. So Mark was the house band there. Mark went on to sign a deal, a record deal with uh, uh, Mercury Records, and he went on the road and has had several number ones and continues to tour. Um, we invited Mark to do an episode of this podcast. It was October 27th, 2020, to talk, Donna, about being an artist during a pandemic and the lost revenue, the lost connection with your fans. Yeah, just being sidelined. Not being able to tour, missing live music as an artist as much as a fan misses live music during a pandemic. So here is a clip from that visit with Mark Wills about trying to to get back out there on the road because, listen, these artists miss you as much as you as a fan miss the artist. If, if God sees it willing that I'm still here, we're going to be back out playing shows. And I, and I say that, uh, and I say that from my perspective, but I also say that from, you know, from every other Grand Ole Opry members perspective and all of the entertainers that are out there that, that we really just want to get back out to, to play music for the fans. I mean, that's, that's just the bottom line. So hang in there. And, and, and once it's, once we get the all clear or the green light, we're going to be there. We've talked about how the, music industry and the touring industry has been decimated just non-existent since march i for the first time saw just how much money was lost in 2020 by the touring industry i saw these numbers for the first time this week in ticket sales in 2020 9.7 billion dollars that is billion with a b call it 10 billion dollars is what the concert industry lost in ticket sales in 2020 during the pandemic add another 30 billion dollars 30 billion with a b in sponsorship money that was lost in concessions in 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 merchandise if you're on a huge tour and you sell a, a hoodie for 45 50 bucks, which most artists would do, imagine selling 300 hoodies in a night at 50 1,000 T-shirts at 25 30 bucks. I mean, the money that was lost by the music and touring industry in 2020 is heartbreaking. Well, it is, and it also translates to jobs and to people. You know, if you think about, it's not just the merchandise, it's the people who sell the merchandise, who come along, the roadies, the light technicians, the sound guys, the everyone, the ticket takers, the venues, everything, the people who clean the venues. Parking attendants. Parking Security. attendants. Everybody. It is just such a huge 
group of people who have been without employment for so long. Just this week, Dr. Fauci was asked about returning uh, or feeling safe performing on stage as, as an artist or feeling safe in the audience while watching a performance, whether it's Broadway, whether it's live music and it's a concert, but just getting back out there around people in rather large crowds. Movie theaters would probably fall in to the sure. category as well. Dr. Fauci says this, we need to vaccinate between 70 and 85% of the population. If everything goes right, this will occur sometime in the fall of 2021. So that by the time we get to the early to mid fall, you can have people feeling safe performing on stage as well as people in the audience. It's a long time away. But, but even then, you're going to have the safety measures that, that are in you know, masks, social distancing. It's still not going to look the way it did before. I, I do not think you will be allowed to enter a concert venue when everything fires back up, whenever that may be. Hopefully at, at the latest, according to Dr. Fauci, fall 2021. You will not be able to enjoy a concert unless you have been vaccinated. Yeah, and you have a and way to prove you that. you got an app on your phone or something. A mark on your arm. <laughs> something. To prove that you've had it, I agree. And I think that for most people, going back to see concerts is not sitting in pods or bubbles or right. cars. or I mean, again, thank goodness that there are creative people who come up with these ways that we can mm. enjoy things. But it's not what we want in the long run. Let's fulfill our music obligation, Apple Podcasts. Morgan Wallen, just quickly. I think Morgan, maybe for some people, has become the current day Taylor Swift in the podcast. But we talk about who's in the headlines. We talk about who's making news and in music. Morgan Wallen, uh, Dangerous, the double album, of course, headed for a number one debut in the U.S. I've seen about 230,000 first week sales, which is, uh, that's great in a pandemic. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That'd be great in a non-pandemic. No kidding. Uh, he will see the biggest country streaming debut ever. Yeah. And I think with those 30 songs we've talked about before, it, it, you're not going to get fatigued quickly because there's so much good music. It's just going to keep coming. I was going back and forth with uh, Pop Pete Brook about Dangerous, the double album from Warren Wallen, and she loves the uh, the cover that... Morgan does of Cover Me Up, which is a song done by, originally written by uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Something. Yeah. Um, she said that she's been a fan of the song for a long, long time. And we were going back and forth on the, the, the podcast voicemail text line. And I said, how were you exposed to it the first time? And she says to me, Brooke says to me in an episode of The Ranch. Oh, yeah. Which is the show on Netflix with uh, Ashton Kutcher yep. and uh, who's the uh, the burly man? Um, the good looking guy. Wilford Brimley. No, not Wilford Brimley. It's the older guy. I can't think of his name, but he's so good looking. And he's in all the Western. Tex. Ones. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that, that her first exposure to, to that song. They played a lot of like um, crossover country in that show. Yeah. When songwriters sit down to write a song. What do you think is the one word that is written the most? We're going to pull in executive producer Carl Appen for this conversation. Uh, it is not boots, 
the most written word in country songs is not baby or margarita or corn nor whiskey. And the, the, the source is country and how did you find this, Carl? This one was uh, on Reddit, actually. Okay. You can find anything on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And so it is the top 15 words that come up, not in titles for country songs, but in act- just lyrics and, and right. during the song. All right, top of the list. You know, just go from number one. We're not going to do all 15, but um, girl is actually number 15. <laughs> Don, are you following along? I'm following along. Mm-hmm. Then 14, we'll do all 15 quickly, but flag me if anybody has a comment. 14 is right, R-I-G-H-T. 13, night. 12 is good. 11 is little. 10 is baby. Baby. I thought baby would be higher. 9 is gonna. 8 is never. 7 is time. 6 is back. Yeah is number 5. The fifth most used word in country songs. Ain't is number 4. Love is number 3. No, K-N-O-W is number two. And the most used word by songwriters in country music songs is just, J-U-S-T. You could almost do a song like backwards with them, like, girl, right, night, good, little baby, gonna never time back, yeah, ain't love, no, just. You like that? That was well done, though. Thank you. I'd sign you. I will <laughs> say. I, I will say the uh, one interesting little bit was that there were more mentions of champagne, then there were bourbon, gin, rum, or vodka. Really? Which I don't hear a lot. I don't either. Certainly not in country music. Well, Lady Annabellum just had a number one hit with Champagne Night. Champagne Night. Maybe that mm-hmm. got some of it. On a separate conversation about Reddit, and Carl can okay, attest well, to this. Are we done with the conversation yeah. about well, country music? We're done. I mean, yes. I, I will just add, by the way, that... Please, uh, Carl. Give Carl an opportunity. <laughs> most, to... this, and this makes total sense, but most diverse, like popular country artist in terms of the language that he uses, Sturgill. Oh, Sturgill Simpson. Mm -hmm. Well, no, Carl's staying for this part of the the conversation too with Reddit. Like, okay, for if you got something and you didn't know how to do it, or you had a question, or you, because of our age, what would you do? You would put a Google on it and just go to the internet. Their generation goes to like Wikipedia, Reddit, all these places to find out how to do everything. It's crazy. And so Olivia turned me on to that. And then I went down this Reddit rabbit Mm -hmm. hole one day about. It was some sort of somebody I was trying to get some customer service from. And so I went, I just typed in, I can't remember if it was American Express or whatever. Anyway, I typed it in and there were all these people like telling you people's extensions to call. Like, oh, you should call this person and this person helped me. And I mean, like it is very specific information on how to solve your problems. So there you go. Yeah. the uh, When you Google stuff, that's tough because it can be gamed so easily. So like you never know the actual quality of, you know, what the top couple were results are when you google something but in reddit you can at least think that you're trusting like the crowdsourced because everything goes by popularity of of comments and it's all in theory like user-based it's the common man so you can do a search on reddit oh yeah oh yeah okay. and it's people who have had experiences or oh i try i mean th- try this this and some of them it's very valuable information like try this person and try this thing try this extension or whatever but i'm just like good god i've hired a couple of people from reddit there we go would you ever hire anyone from Reddit, Kenny? I'd need to probably at least go to the website once or twice. Mm-hmm. Hire them for what? <laughs> I mean, let's let's let's, <laughs> let's get more just, specific. Just just little tasks. Okay. Because you, if you think about it, so they're all divided up into like little. They're called subreddits or different threads. So okay, it could I've be, heard that before. So a it could be you know there's a, a a subreddit for 
um, you know, podcasts, podcast guests. So if you want to get yeah. like a podcast guest, you can go to, you know, the subreddit for podcast podcast guests. Or if you want to hire somebody for, you know, data analytics, you can go to the data analytics thread. They're also like subreddits of just people trying to get hired. And so they just basically like throw their their resume and their qualities out. And if people okay. want to. Can we find someone on Reddit that has sold their swimmers before? Because uh-huh. I'm, I'm sure. having, I'm 100%. having, no one has stood up to the plate, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I even said, you can be on the DL. We don't have to identify you. But no one from our last podcast conversation about the fact that. These men are driving all over pe- the place. People are, are buying semen on the black market. Mm. Because sperm clinics, donor clinics, just are people aren't going in there during the pandemic. But I, I've tried to find someone because we, we said we had a lot of questions, and no one has stepped up. I'm going to go to Reddit for that. We'll put a Reddit on it. Oh, I love that. Is that, that. what you say? Is it used as a no? You just created that. <laughs> We're going to do that. I love that. Put a Reddit on it. All right. So with uh, virtual schooling, number one, how you doing? Number two, breathe a little bit. But uh, listen carefully here to something that Virginia Governor Ralph Northam tossed out this week. One of the things that we certainly are are entertaining is is looking at uh, perhaps a year-round schooling for the next year, perhaps adding increased days this summer to really help our kids get caught up. As a parent, when you hear that, do you think that the governor is suggesting that parents have not done a good job? Uh, There's that, and then he's just like, that's what I'm suggesting. Is he home? Is he, like, proctoring? Is he making lunches and doing laundry and trying to work and Zoom. And I, I got a feeling the old Governor Ralph's not not front and center. He doesn't quite have his hand on the pulse. I don't think of so. virtual schooling during a pandemic. Yeah, I don't think so. Year-round school has always been such a lightning rod. But I feel like we're almost in year-round school with the virtual thing. Feels like it, doesn't it? Yes, because there is no break. And then when they do get a break from school... There's nothing for them to do because they can't go anywhere. So they're basically almost, it feels like year-round school. Don and I have, have three kids. Will's our 21-year-old son who lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Olivia's our 17-year-old high school junior. And Charlotte is our 14-year-old freshman in high school. Olivia says to me the other day, Donna, and I hadn't thought about this, Dad, there'll never be another snow day again. Think about it. Why? Fire up your computers and we're going to do virtual school. Of course. Rather than take the day off, now that everybody is conditioned and primed, Remember how special snow days used to be? Of course. Oh, gosh. You'd pray for snow the night before. Literally and, and pray for pray. snow as a child. Sleep with the spoon under your pillow. Whatever it took, because you knew you get the, if it snowed you or there's inclement weather, what, you're going to get the next day off. Yes. And now we, you're not going to get that. It's going to be, okay, kids, fire up your laptops. We're going to do virtual schooling. And occasionally you'd get snow on Thursday, and then you get the second day, because you'd be like, black ice, black ice is coming. And so you get Thursday, Friday, and then it'd roll into the weekend. Do you remember? Suddenly you got a four-day weekend. Oh, my gosh. No, there's none of that. And there's none of that for our for us parents. None of it. So he just needs to back off. He needs to go find another hobby. I thought he's the governor of Virginia. I'm sure he's got plenty to do. Plenty to do. I brought in a prop for this episode, my second act. I had to put it in a baggie mm. to bring it in because some of the, uh, the con- cognac... Cognac. Cognac sauce spilled on my recipe card for steak with cognac sauce and balsamic caramelized onions. It was now, so good. Last episode, you heard me bragging about the perfection of my French onion chicken. I'm going to continue to brag on the presentation 
and uh, perfection of the this dish that we had last night. For, you, for you act like you've food. developed these recipes. You're, I mean, you're cooking like no, I know. It's a very in a five-star restaurant. It's, it's three or four easy steps to get dinner on the table, even with a dish that sounds complex like this one. It's not. Well, that's what tracks. You, you crack me up because I'll be like, what are you doing? I, I'm cooking in here. I'm cooking in here. It's hey, three steps with Dinner Affair. Let's be honest. That's the appeal of Dinner Affair. Is we make it easy. You don't have to be a five star Michelin chef. You don't even I, have I enjoy to enjoy plating. I take great pride in my plating. That's great. But the point to dinner fair. Did is you notice even, how the cognac sauce had it was swirled around? Yes. Your piece of uh, steak. Steak. Yes, and you can do that. But if you just want to get dinner on a plate, you can also do that too. And they are the perfect choice for people who don't like to cook. Some people don't like to cook. Some people don't know what to cook. Some people are tired of cooking the same meals. One step in this recipe says add butter and onion, salty onions until caramelized. Listen, everything comes in its own individual bag. If you don't like onions, you just skip that step. Just don't caramelize your onions. Or even in your note section of your account at dinneraffair.com, you can go in and say, listen, our family doesn't like green peppers. We don't like onions. And, and, and the dishes that they sent to you after you order them will not have those ingredients in them. This was a great dish. It, it really was. Um, and a great piece of meat, too. Well, and the thing I still I'm, have a loin left over because Will, our 21 year old, who used to eat for three, uh, Donna, we have sometimes some leftovers, which we never used to have. And I love it. I have an entire loin that I'm going to cut up for, for lunch. No, it's fabulous. And the thing about. Would you like my loin? Yes. Did you enjoy my loin last yes. night? Was it not great? It's, it's yes. Prepared it to perfection. Yes. The great thing about Dinner Affair is we have been customers for a very long time, and this was a meal we had never had. Yeah. And that's what I love about Dinner Affair. I've had people say, like, is it the same menu because they've done some other meal prep services and it's been the same menu month after month after month? That is not the case with Dinner Affair. We've been customers. We were customers before we even started talking about the program. We've never had this meal before. It was fabulous. So there's always new choices on the menu. You get to customize your plan. No contract. And it's time to get started. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta. Dinner fair ships nationwide. There's never a contract, always a money-back guarantee. Hit the reset button and take back your dinner time. A $30 off offer for your first order at dinneraffair.com. The promo is simple. Caddy Reset 2021. C-A-D-D-Y. Caddy Reset 2021 at dinneraffair.com. 30 bucks off your first order. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Talk to your friends, Donnie, your neighbors, and your coworkers. Tell them about the podcast. That's how we. That's how we continue to grow at, at record speed, lightning speed. Now we need you. We need your multi-level marketing expertise. Listen to the end of each episode for outtakes and notes, and 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 notes from executive producer Carl Appen, and just funny stuff that we had no intention of ever making the podcast. Make sure you listen to the end of each episode and show our sponsors some love. Dinner affair. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville and the Hertz My Car subscription program, the smart alternative to owning or leasing a car. Your insurance is included. Your maintenance is included. There's no commitment, no hidden fees, as low as $5.99 a month. Visit Hertz.com. Alabama. Have you seen the videos on TikTok and social media? Of Nick Saban <laughs> with the mic drop? Well, there's that. There's him picking a booger and eating it. And then, oh, okay. And then, well, there, have you not seen that one? Yes. And then, Okay, well, you act, but you act like. But why you got to bring that up? Why? But I'm talking about the students. Attention teachers and students. I'm talking about the, the, the kids from Alabama that just took over Tuscaloosa. And it looked like... You haven't seen the tens of thousands of students? Yes, I've seen them. Here's the final call. In a season of chaos, the Crimson Tide are the conference. Constant excellence. Bama bludgeons the Buckeyes. 
And Legends. Saban steps past Paul Bryant with his seventh national championship. SEC, baby. I know we have a lot of Alabama fans that listen to the podcast, so I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm a Georgia fan, but Nick Saban, you cannot deny that is a dynasty going on there. I was on TikTok and saw a video of an eighth grade teacher, and he had done a screen grab of a dad and his son down at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami where they had the Natty Monday night. And he said, now I know why Timmy wasn't at school today <laughs> on the first day back. He got busted. Because they were on national television. People are getting busted all the time. There was someone that was in the middle of the Capitol riots. And this woman said she worked with him at a big company. And she said she saw him. She's, she was like, there's Jim from IT. He's, he's, he's storming the Capitol. You maybe have seen the picture of the, the, the rioter with the zip ties in the chamber. He was arrested after his ex-wife called the FBI. Oh, boy. Have you ever been busted on the big screen? And yes. then now on, on, on social media, whether, you know, recently with Natty or, or the storming of the U.S. Capitol or back in the day at a concert, maybe. Uh, I, well, I think it happens all the time, too, with social media. Like, I have these kids um, that work with me that uh, they're hilarious. And they were telling me the other day that, you know, Miss Donna, the way you get out of work now is you just say you have COVID. And I'm like, out of working with me? And they're like, no, 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 no. But like, if you had a real job like our parents and you just don't want to come to work, then you just say, listen, I've tested positive. And that, that buys you two weeks and they can't fire you. I'm like, okay. the fact that they've already thought ahead to all of this. But that's what social media does. But then I told them, I said, but that's going to be difficult for you kids. Because if you say you have COVID for two weeks, then you have to go dark for two weeks. You can't be on your social media like at Disney World riding Dumbo. People are like, well, what's he doing down there if he's got the COVID? Can't come to work. Well, so again, that's how you get busted then. Absolutely. You have to cover your social media trail. Absolutely. And but that takes a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Like you've got to film yourself in bed with like a thermometer. Like some stock video. Yeah. Some stock photos. Mm. You got to bank them before you yeah, go. Yeah, we had a child that had stock photos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will, again, 21-year-old son now lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. When he was in high school, the th- Life360, the tracking app for families and kids, would show that he was at Zaxby's, which is like 100 yards from the high school where he went. Oh, yeah, or playing soccer. And so we'd shoot him a text and be like, Will, 360, Life 360 shows that you are at Zaxby's. No, I'm not, Dad. I'm right here in class. And he would send back a picture of his shoes, shoes like on a desk, clearly in a classroom. With a whiteboard. But we knew, we, we figured out, didn't take long, we figured out that he had an entire folder in his camera roll of stock photos from around school cafeteria. Uh, Brilliant. It really is. <laughs> The amount of work that it takes to be sneaky. It was like Ferris Bueller. Because one day you, uh, you went over and busted him at Will's Park. I said, go find out if he is actually in the cafeteria. He's over there playing soccer. How can you be playing soccer and in the cafeteria? You can't. And your daddy's going to find you. And I did. We were busted one time at a oh, concert. Yeah. But we weren't doing anything wrong. Really? Like these people have been busted. Were we married? To other uh, people at the time? Oh, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that's how we, you know, yeah. That, that plays. It was New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve. Big and Rich were playing a New Year's Eve show at the Arena at Gwinnett Center. Mm-hmm. And we have always had a great relationship and, and friendship with uh, with with Kenny and, and, and with John and with our family and done vacation with them and um, just always 
been good friends. And that night, somebody gave us tickets on the front row. And someone sent you a text from the 300 Bowl at the Arena Gwinnett Center and said, you should know that you are the focus, you and Hyde are the focus of the Jumbotron. The Jumbotron uh-huh. and have been for the past hour. She said, because, I, I've stopped watching the concert. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> because you were, you, you didn't have much clothes on. You, you weren't dressed properly. I had clothes on. Nah, nah. But yes, it was New Year's Eve. Yes. The craziest story to this part, this story about New Year's Eve is back then, a long time ago, imagine in your Imaginarium, kids, there was not an Uber or Lyft, okay? And so there was like taxis, which there aren't a lot of in unless you live in New York or major cities. So there was car service. So we were like, okay, we're not going to drink and drive. It's New Year's Eve. So we took a car service. So this guy shows up to pick us up. And in the first time ever, he shows up in this like, I don't even know what kind of car it was, but he had on like the whole outfit like he had the pants and he had the shirt and he had the little page boy hat that you wear you know when you're like an official driver and so I don't know why but we had an extra ticket probably for my purse and I was like okay uh I think you were like you should come in to the concert with us because he was basically just gonna have to park his car and sit out there the whole night and you were like oh you should come to the concert he's like no I can't do that and we're like yeah you can so he came in and his ticket was two rows behind us. It was a pair. It was an a extra pair. pair that we yeah. had. But he walked us in, and in his outfit, everyone thought he was our bodyguard. Well, and then he was two rows behind us. Yes. And he sort of took on the habits of a bodyguard. He held my purse the entire night. He yeah. had it on his shoulder. And that's what my friend said from the, she said, on the Jumbotron, there's you two, and then there's this large security man holding well, your purse, <laughs> two rows behind you all. And he would like make people move over. If they got in our way, okay. it was just, it was bedlam. That, it mean, was like bedlam. That, yes, it was. I didn't want the poor guy to have to sit in his car for three hours. Yes. That was a long night, too. I think he then shuttled us over to Wild Bills. Wild Bills. That was the night that yes. you. Well, you know what? Let's yes. hit pause. Let's hit pause. Hadn't Big Kenny been with Willie? Nelson? He had been. Big yes. Kenny and Willie remained very, very good friends. Yes. I've never met Willie. Yes. But that night, I'm, I did meet Willie. Yes. Okay. Um, mm on the bus and I got Willie wasn't there mm-hmm. but Kenny but Kenny had just been to Texas to see Willie mm-hmm. so he brought some of Willie with him mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so uh, Kenny's like come to the bus come to the bus come to the bus and I'm like hell yeah I'm going to the bus and so I go to the bus I think I was on there about an hour and a half and I remember coming off of the bus and being lost Back in the For bus days. compound at the what seemed like days at the arena at Gwinnett Center. Yeah, until our bodyguard came. All in, right, pulled you out. All right. Yes, yeah, so you got to be careful. The moral of this story is you have to be careful of where you are seen. Have you ever been on the Kiss Cam with anybody? You know how like you go to like the um like the Hots games or like Braves games or whatever, and they put they always put the most uncomfortable. They'll find the two people who are clearly like haven't kissed in a while. One of them's got their arms folded or whatever, and they put them on the thing like, kiss Cam, kiss Cam. And all the people are like, kiss her, kiss her, kiss her. And he's like reluctantly like, okay. And yeah, there's people who are just not, they don't, they're not comfortable with like public affection that way. Well, especially on a big screen. At yes. Phillips Arena with 20,000 people in there. I bet you there's people that have gotten busted on there that are like not married. You know what I mean? Of course there have been. Yeah. Like he's with his secretary or something, or she's with her assistant. Kiss him, kiss him. is what I'm going to get paid to participate in a local fatty liver 
research project. That's one of my new revenue streams. How do you know you have a fatty liver? I I just Well, I I know know. you do. Let's just stop right there. I still have that red ring around Carolina Pride baloney in my intestines when I was eight years old. There's no way you don't have a fatty liver. Okay. Well, that's why I signed up because (laughs) I know that I qualify. I'm, I'm all for it. Yes. That's one thing. I have applied to become a substitute teacher. At Fulton County Schools? Nope. Oh. I don't want to teach. I don't want to substitute. I don't want to teach in Fulton County. I don't want to teach the neighbor kids, Donna. That's a rule my mother had, a public school teacher my entire life. She would never teach in the county where we live. I mean, do they have to she vet these people county. out? Like, what, have they, yes, have they I, I, listened, yeah, you have to be vetted. Have they listened to the podcast? Are I, they aware? I, I, please don't cloudy this. Donna, I'm trying to become a, a, a stand-up citizen as a substitute teacher for Cherokee County Schools. Can you imagine those kids? They come home, Mama. Cadillac Jack was our substitute. So he let us run all around the room. I also am a proctor for hire. With the virtual school going on right now, there are schools, including our 14-year-old daughters, that are requiring a parent to be home when a test is given so that you can proctor, meaning you your kid doesn't cheat, right? right, basically? Yes, and you have to be in the room. Understanding and realizing that most have jobs. Right. Especially right now. You, if, I mean, if you're you're lucky enough to have a job right now during a pandemic, you, you need to keep it. How about that? Well, and the irony of it all is that you have to have a job to send these kids to this these schools. All right. So yes. while you are at work, I will come to your home and proctor your child while this test is being administered. Online. That's actually not Thank a bad you, idea. Donna. Now, what do you charge for that? Uh, well, there's a couple of different packages. Okay. I can uh, I can bring lunch for the kids. And then like an Uber Eats, okay. an, there's an upcharge to that. All right. Uh, I can also, uh, I'm thinking that I can tie in grocery delivery. Mm. Hey, listen, before I come for to Proctor Jennifer, mm-hmm. and we know. Which that, that sounds just filthy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want you proctoring my child. Okay, yes, go ahead. Do you need anything for dinner tonight? Can I swing by and get you anything from the grocery? I, it's not a two-cart deal. It's not mm-hmm. even a one. I'm not simple getting, items. I'm getting a basket. You simple get a, you items. You get a basket of items for the low, low price of X, and that's added on, kind of okay. like as a premium. Uh-huh. So between bringing lunch, which is huge for these kids, if you're at work, oh. what are you hearing from your kids via text? I'm all hungry. The, There's nothing to eat here. Can we Uber There's eat food? You, no, you can't. But Mr. Choate's coming over to Proctor Timmy. Mm-hmm. And bringing him lunch. Now, do, would you walk a dog? Ah. Uh, yeah, listen, we're in, we're in a pandemic. I'll do anything. So that's one thing. So those are like add-ons. Yes, premiums. Yes. They're premiums. But the base is I will proctor your child at this rate an hour. But okay. for this, bring lunch, bring, you know, water your plants, do whatever. I also have had this thought. I've really become good at laundry. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. I, I, I so I appreciate you doing the laundry. But even the girls have said it just doesn't smell because you don't you have, laundry is a special oh sauce my god well, you've got to mix some things in you can't Donna, you can't just like do it with no love i have never not added and and that was we're gonna have this conversation okay. before long because i've been sitting on it and i've been waiting do you realize the financial investment in all of these different shakers and beads and <laughs> And they all do the same effing thing. No, and that's it, not they true. They do. If you read the bottles, Donna, they say the exact same thing, whether no. it's the Oxy 
and then you add in the the the, the softener liquid, and then you add in the little ball, the Tide thing the kids are trying to eat a couple of years ago. That's a Tide pod. Whatever it is, yeah. you add that, and these are all the same thing, with the exception of the softener. You simply need a Tide pod and a a a, a scoop of 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 softener. That's all. Mm. Yes, I'm tired of this. Every time we go to the grocery store, it's fifty bucks on just laundry detergent things. I know, but it's like stuff you wear around all day. Doesn't matter. They all do the same thing. I know, but you want it to smell like you want your clothes to smell so good. It's all we've got right now. Have the kids said that? Because I'm I'm pissed. I do. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, they haven't said that. I have. Like our towels are just not as soft as they were before. Whatever. I just put the kids Whatever. out there because I didn't want to throw myself under the bus. Whatever. But we appreciate your laundry. Well, service. I want to do a laundry a laundry delivery business. Okay, are you going to fold? And yeah. what about the bras and the panties? That's my rule at home. Okay, and well, it nobody. Will apply. So people are going to get the laundry done, but they're not going to have bras. And you get one bag, bras and panties, and they're not folded. I don't touch bras and panties. Whether mm-hmm. it's yours, Donna, whether it's the girls, I get a little freaked out now as the girls get older at mm-hmm. some of the panties and bras that they're wearing. It's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, that looks like something advanced Mm, okay (laughs) i can understand that while we're back on the like let's go back a little bit when you're talking about like the grocery shopping and the proctoring so you and i because i think you know we just try to get out of the house and do different things you've been coming with me to the grocery store which if you are a woman listening right now and you take your husband to the grocery store you know where i'm going with this because it's sort of like our domain although there's plenty of men that grocery shop but it's like they kind of make it more difficult sometimes and it's just yeah so the first thing I always say to you, because we usually, like, if it's a big grocery store run, I, when the minute we come in the grocery store, what do I say to you? Uh, don't you think we need two carts? Oh, is that how I sound? No. If, and I say to you, no. Get a second cart. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. I will stand. You can have me arrested. I'm not going to the grocery store with two carts. We are not that family. The reason we need two carts is because a lot of times we need like uh, it, the it's only t- time I but the only time I know we need two carts is when we have to get dog food, cat litter, water, and it's going to take up all this room on the cart. But here's what is so crazy about it. By the time we get to the frozen mm-hmm. food aisle, start, stuff is starting to get smushed and fall over and you've got stuff in my purse. And so you know by the time we get up there to check out, you're going to have to go out and do what? Get a second cart. Right. But I would rather do that if we need it. The rare occasion that it's actually needed. And 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 I, I want to know that we're doing proper um, proper distribution of items in the grocery cart. In other words, are we getting lazy and tossing things in? Uh, or are there places where you can stack more efficiently? Nooks and cranes. And get it as a one cart deal. Okay. Okay. Rather than follow you around with an empty cart for 12 aisles at the grocery store, I would rather at the end, if needed, return to the front of the store, get a cart, then go back to dog food and these unnecessary freaking laundry detergent beads, which the other day went down my ear. Mm. They fell out of the cabinet in the laundry room and they went down my ear. Well, good news for you coming up. I know. Well. Donna's riffraff from Instagram has to do with that. All right. First, though, you will find something for all your home needs and all at great prices. Gallery furniture, whether you're looking for a dining room table, a king-size bed for your master, or a sofa for your living room, gallery furniture games, well, they got you covered. So many different brands 
uh, in styles. And it truly is a showroom and a warehouse with uh, family-owned business. You got uh, the Wolfman Legacy continues. You got Donna, who's still there in Gainesville. Now Donna's daughter Marilyn is there. They got a fleet of trucks. They can bring it to you. They but you, listen, pull up in anything. You can even pull up in a Chevy Cube today at Gallery Furniture, and Donna's going to find a way to tie down that ottoman. Yeah. On the top of your Chevy Cube. I had a friend tell me the other day that she needed some new furniture and she was like, I just think like furniture shopping for me, this is what she was saying, is like going to the dentist. It's very stressful because I don't know what I need. I'm afraid I'm going to go in there and spend too much money. I'm afraid that I'm not going to get it delivered when I need it. And I said, you really should go and see Donna because it shouldn't be stressful. And when you walk into the showroom, they have so many things to choose from. It's not going to be like the one thing you wanted is not going to be in stock and then you're out of luck and you're not going to have to wait months and months and months to get your furniture delivered. So it's kind of instant gratification. If you drive up, it's a beautiful drive up through Gainesville. You're going to get to meet Donna, Marilyn, all the gang there. And and it's just more, it's, it's relaxing. They make it fun. They make it, it it's not pressure. They're not going to follow you around. They're not going to try to sell you more than you need. They're not going to finance you at exorbitant rates. They're not going to charge you huge delivery fees. So if you've been thinking like, you know, I just kind of want to go and look around and see if there's something I could use to freshen up my house, this is the place to do it because there's not going to be any pressure. I promise you. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Pedro, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman.com. Wolfman merch available there too. Instagram at Gallery Furniture GA. Ask for the Wolfman. All right. Donna's segment, uh, Riff Raff, Donna Biles on Instagram and shouldn't. Returns today. And we have taken your, your, your theme song to level two. Oh, good. It's sung to. Kokomo from the Beach from Boys. From the Beach Boys. Uh-huh. Uh, are you ready? I think. Okay. You see it, you want it, you don't really need it. Moose trying to. Okay, here we go. One and a two and a one, two, three, four, five. Two, three. You see it, Bring you it want it, it you don't really need it. Riffraff, Donna Bides on Instagram and shouldn't. This felt like a COVID nasal swab, but for your nose, or for your ears, rather, for your ears. Yeah, not for your nose, for your ears. Okay, so th- I know these have been coming up, and they're, okay, again, I'm not on the tick or the talk, but there are whole TikToks evidently devoted to, like, cleaning out people's ears, which are it's just disgusting on one hand, but if you are like me, and for whatever reason, you get, like, crazy satisfaction out of watching these types of videos, then this is the product for you. It's called the B, B-E-E, gone. Get it? Be gone. Okay. Like earwax. Be gone. Yeah. Be gone. We're at wax ear cleaner. Okay. And I've been watching this on Instagram and it comes up in these videos and they're like swipe up and you got to get this. And so here is the deal with it. I ordered it. It did not take long to come. So it did not come on one of those boats from somewhere like that took forever. So it's like a scope. Okay, and it is Bluetooth, has Bluetooth technology. So you download the app, it's waterproof, and it comes with the different scopes. So you've got a scope for you, your husband, your kids, because you're going to be cleaning you their ears out. Yeah, I mean, clean out your grandpa's ears, whoever lives with you, neighbor's ears, whoever you can get a hold of. I was going to try to clean out Roscoe's ears with the other day, and you were like, okay, no. Roscoe's our hound dog. Roscoe no. does not want his ears clean. But I want to say this, that because it's magnified. So yes. the things that you see on TikTok, when you look under ear waxing, yeah, or ear, what would it be? Ear wax, wax cleaning, whatever. Yeah, that trend or that hashtag. 
it looks like sometimes they're pulling boulders the size of the ones we saw in Indiana Jones as kids out of your ear. They're rolling them. It's not the case because it's so magnified. I know. I was kind of bummed about that. I was too. I will tell you. I didn't you. have a whole lot of earwax. I was no, surprised. me either. I really was. Me either. But there is some and you can see it. So you download the app on your phone and then you hook up your little, um, you hook up your little scope to the uh, Bluetooth little machine. It's, I mean, it's tiny. It's, it's live. Yeah. And it's live. As you dig around in someone's ear. Yeah. And you have to be careful. You yeah, can't. Please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> you, you want, I mean, I'm not, listen. Uh, there, I don't want a little deep a couple times. Yeah. You do not want to like, bust your eardrum open or something. So you do need to kind of be careful. I mean, you're not a doctor. What, I mean, what this, I sort of am, you're but you're not. not. Though, what did yeah. this cost? Okay, so normally it's sixty five ninety nine. It was thirty. What? It was thirty nine ninety nine. Thirty nine ninety nine. That's a bargain. If you go to the ENT, you're looking at a four hundred dollar copay. You're not looking at a four hundred dollar copay. I think you are. <laughs> yeah. Riff raff. Donna buys on Instagram and should. I'm telling you, you got to get it. It is like so entertaining. We'll put a link to buy. And uh, the Saturday's the letter. I'll tell you the biggest problem with this What's product mm-hmm. is trying to get people to let you do it. Yeah. Because these kids are like, you're not cleaning out my ears. You're not qualified. And I'm like, I am. There should be a tutorial. I, I watched it. You did not. There is no tutorial. You should be able to watch a, a, a two-minute video on YouTube. No, it comes with instructions. It's instructions just... and a video tutorial are different. Yeah. When it comes to something as sensitive as your ears. It's fine. All right. Check that out. A couple of pot peeps. Hey, to Jane. Jane is a fellow beater eater. Uh, she wrote or sent me a text on the podcast voicemail text line. A sprain may be happening soon. That was the caption that she sent. And then a picture of two beaters. Oh, yeah. Resting like angels on the side of a bowl of, of sugary delight. Mm-hmm. So Jane is a uh, beater eater. Thank you for that. And we already talked about uh, Brooke and Morgan Wallen. She was also a pot peep. What else you got, Don? Anything? Uh, that's it. I'm very excited. I got great news um, yesterday. Nana, my 87-year-old mother, and Al got the COVID shot. Yes. So they are vaccinated. Very excited. Very excited about that. Congratulations. Yeah. And they were excited. Al's 101 years old now. We love it. But them. they were excited. So it's good. All right. Guest of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast, stay at the all-new Even Hotel at Avalon. Steps in world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment. Part of the IHG organization that's international hotel group even hotel uh if you would like to talk about your experience of uh, of of giving your seed to strangers we still want that person on an upcoming episode of this podcast and you can reach out to me on the voicemail text line 770-464-6024 and uh we'd like we just have a lot of questions about your experience i bet your um application to be a substitute teacher is stalled and legal You've hit a snag. Audio for this episode from CBS Television, ABC News 13 in Richmond, Virginia, and Electric Records. Our thanks to executive producer, Carl Appen. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. (laughs) 